Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we're talking part two of Starcade 1990. Uh, collision course took place again December 16, 1990, in St. Louis at the Keogh Auditorium. About 7,000 people in attendance, and it was the last Starcade under the NWA banner. Uh, before we get rolling on this week, because we know you've been eagerly waiting all week to hear part two, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin, thank you for your support each and every week. And again, if I don't shout you out as a new patron this week, it's because we recorded part one and two on the same night. So uh, yeah, it'll be another week or so, or two weeks, depending on when you signed up, if you signed up. Uh, Doc, let me welcome you in and... Um, Ask how you're doing. Boy, long week, huh? How you been? Man, it's been a hell of a week. The shoot job's been a son of a bitch. Um, NBA playoffs are great. And, uh, I, you know, I'm I, just like everybody out there listening, I have been wanting to see how this thing ends. And so it's really good here to, to wrap up these storylines and get some closure here on this big event. Closure. You sound like a... No, nah, I'm not going to say it. Um... Harper, man, he must have a swollen pot prostate because he went to say piss at the same time you did, and you've been back long enough to finish the show, and he's not back. Bubba, I had to go too. Woo! Shit, man, I had to go. But uh, get older, you can't spring a boner, but you can fucking piss forever, right? Bruh. You told me that once, dude. There's times when you just sit there for minutes on end. Well, we okay. don't have a lot of flips and dives. We we have part two of the Starcade, and it, we got to leave stuff at the end for the for the big thing. Are yeah. we ready to hop in? Yeah, let me mention one thing, and then we'll jump right into it again. If, right. you've, uh, if you've left a five star review recently, uh, became a patron recently within the last two weeks, and you didn't get mentioned here, that's why because uh, we're recording part two on the same night. Like I just said, I do want to mention uh, become a patron if you appreciate the fact that Starcade is free, uh, like it is each and every year, and this show is ad free. Uh, become a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt keep the lights on and this show moving right along the way it is again it's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt uh, we appreciate it you get the video versions of these you get all of the patreon shows tons of stuff available over 300 plus patreon exclusive shows are available uh, for you to enjoy all right we'll jump into start uh, to part two right now so doc we kick things off on part two we see the Tag team tournament graphic, which is the USA and Mexico uh, will face each other in one semifinal. And we then we have the Soviet Union and Japan facing each other in the other final. 
So we go first to that first uh, semifinal, which Conan is limping more than he was in match one, if you recall. So, uh, or at the beginning. He's hobbled here. Now, you agree, though, we talked about this briefly. He was limping also coming out for the first match. Yeah, but he's got a hitch in his giddy up here. Yes, he does. Harper, are you back? Yeah. Now, this is... That's the, we got Ray Mysterio Senior and Conan here. Look at look at Conan right there. Well, Conan looks he's got great physique. Well, he's also got yes. big pimples on his back. Well, um, what are you this saying? to me, Mike, and I want your opinion. This is like innings four through six of a baseball game. The initial excitement's worn off, and we're not to the finish. It's a problem when you have tag team tournament. I mean, when you have tournament. It is because, like, yeah. I like seeing those two guys in the first round, and they had a great first round match against England. But now it's like, well, I've seen all these guys, so that shit wore off. So there's no way they're beating the Steiners. So let's just get this shit over with. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, this is the U.S. champion, so the Steiners, so I, they're definitely not winning. Um. I don't know. What else do you have? They, they also didn't give us a lot of time. <laughs> they got, they, this did not go long. I didn't have a lot and I thought it was kind of, it was all right. I mean, that's about it. Well, the whole thing is like, how much can you really do inside of three minutes? Like, okay, right. here's a big move. They hit this move on Conan, uh, the bulldog from the top rope. Got a nice reaction. Don't get me wrong. The crowd pops for the Steiners anytime they do something. Uh, I mean, so the better couple, match like, was Smiley and Adams. That's true. In the, the Mexicans. Wow. Did you really say it like that? Well, well there are Mexicans. I love my Mexicans. The Mexicans? Yeah. Okay. I say Here's honkies. What's, what's up with that? That's a nice-looking building. It is a nice-looking building. It's the Keel fucking auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> Steiner's win in like two and a half minutes. Powerbomb by uh, Rick Steiner. Squash. It was quick. Are, let's just leave. We got to go. Yeah. So we then go to a promo where WCW does the WCW thing. Uh, I'm trying to get to it on the exact timestamp. Just um, Arn is starting to cut up. Well, Arn is cutting a promo here. And WCW just messes it up. Just listen. You'll know what I'm talking about when you hear it. All right, Jim Ross, Paulie Dangerously, thank you very much. Now, we all saw what happened on the Fame limousine ride. Nature Boy Ric Flair, of course, in his limousine with Theodore R. Long, and then what all transpired. You said at the top Get of the show the that Nature Boy Ric Flair has You're now been pulled out of this tag team this match, and here they are. Flair pulled himself out. Believe you me, whenever you sign one horseman, you sign them all, and we're going to win this world title match tonight. Tony Giovanni, the people of St. Louis have been geared for violence, pure, unadulterated violence. Doom, this thing didn't start out personal. You made it that way. Now, buckles, cowboy boots, chairs, baseball bats, anything goes. We got nothing to lose. You look at these faces, beat on them all you want. You, in turn, have got everything to lose. You had better the world title. <laughs> All right, Jim and Paul. They're playing, they're replaying 
Rick being Rick Flair being kidnapped as Barry and Arn are trying to cut their promo. And Arn, I thought he caught a solid promo. I mean, he's not selling the pay-per-view because this is on the pay-per-view, but like what the hell? The, the the audio in the video is playing while they're cutting the promo. Like, how did they not see this in the production truck? It's pretty bad. I mean, I mean this I guy, know, this guy is only your else. best promo. and He's only your number two, maybe, promo in the promotion behind Ric Flair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you say to that. But, I mean, it's like... You're showing recaps for people who like your product enough to spend money on it, yet, and you're messing up the event that I paid money to see. Yes, it's just so. It's not. I don't mind. Look, WWE does it now. Like they they put these nice quick video packages together. Like that's fine because we're busy nowadays, and it kind of does. Like, oh, okay, that happened. Fine, whatever. Oh, okay. And then we don't watch it weekly, so when we do turn and in, tune into a pay-per-view, it's like, oh, okay, that's what was happening. Whatever. So, like, I, that doesn't bother me. It bothers me if you play the package, replay the exact package, and you've got one of your best talkers in the promotion cutting a promo before the match. And it's playing it... over his promo. Yeah, I don't know. I won't. I, not that's a good re- excuse for that. That's a that's a fireable offense. All right. We'll keep moving because the Russian team is back to take on Mr. Saito in the in the Great Muda from Japan. There's some talk with Paul Lee and JR about these guys not looking like the typical Russian wrestler. They're not bald and JR Paul Lee says, "Well, what else would make them have a Russian wrestler look?" And they say a red birthmark. That's nice. Um, now, see, if I was booking this thing, I would have had the English against the Japanese here on the other side of the bracket. Okay. Nothing. And what would you have done with the Russian team? Because then you got to beat them um, quick and get them the fuck out of there. I mean, fuck, they, they can't at least wear red. They're doing the same move. Over and over. It, it's fun. <laughs> He's a one trick pony motherfucker, huh? They don't understand I, the assignment. I don't, I don't think they know what pro wrestling is. No. It's like they you play Street Fighter 2 and all you just keep doing is hitting the jab button. Huh? And so there were there were some suplexes in this match. But This is neither the time nor place for this. I'm trying to get to it because at one point Muda gets dropped on his head right there. There. I I mean, it kind of looked worse than what it was. He rolled, but oof. With that belly to belly. Um, Sayudo and Muda are going to win when Sayudo hits one of the Russians with a belly to back suplex. So with that, we're going to have the Steiners versus the team from Japan. In the final. Uh, here, I think this is the finish right here. Yeah. Well, look, he's, he keeps, look how he's pinning him. He knows. This dude's wiggling. He kicks out. Look at him. Bro, really? this is so bad. Imagine paying to see this. 
Imagine sitting in traffic, paying, I guess, you know, back then, five bucks to park, buying a fucking ticket. And this is and this is what you see, bro. Well, I think the, I think the next match is going to, and the next match after that is going to help make up for that. He's trying to be funny, but he's not. Okay. No, no, so, I'm not. All right. I, well. I'm being, wait, hold on. Yeah, the next two matches are good. Let's go first to Doom and Teddy Long. They're cutting a promo. And, you know, let's hear what they got to say. Talking about how violent this match is going to be. It is a street fight. Here they are. The tag team champions of the world, obviously prepared for this encounter. Let me say one thing right now, Shabani. Rick Flair found out in that limousine one thing, and that's homie don't play that. Now tonight, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, you're going to find out that homie don't play that. I've got two hits out, and one is going to be on you, Arn, and the other is on you, Barry Windham. Now, sir, brother Ron Simmons is going to tell you what a street fight is all about. Tell him, Ron. I'll tell you this. You get out here and tell everybody you ain't got nothing to lose, but check this out. When we were born into this world, they predicted us to be losers, but take a look at this. If this ain't the proof of a winner, I don't know what is. And tonight, before the world, they will know what it means to be the true world tag team champion, and the answer lies right here. Champions now, and we'll be champions when they close this building. Let me tell you something, Butch Reed specializes in street fight matches. Butch Reed is the founder yeah. and the creator yeah. of street fight matches. I was born in the streets, I live in the streets, and I know how to survive in the streets. Get ready, because it's going to happen. St. Louis. All right, I tell you what, Jim and Paulie, a good point from Hexlaw Butch Reed. He's and let me say one other thing, Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, I've fallen and I can't get up. How about that? <laughs> All right, let's go back to the ring. He did that old uh, falling and I can't get up. Uh, I like the shirts that Doom had on, man. Um, yeah. I want one of those. Shirts look sweet, man. Doc, thoughts on the promo? It was standard standard issue, but right. that's all going to change when they wrestle. Fair enough. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling. Three times they're... U.S. heavyweight champion. Never wrestled in the Texas Lariat bout. Slight underdog lost the U.S. title to Hanson 10-27-90. Former pro football offensive lineman. He's from Chicago, six foot two seventy four. Well, there you go. He, he being Lex Luger, and then we get Stan Hanson who comes out, who is the United States champion. Uh, we are told Hanson holds the U.S. and Japanese heavyweight titles. First wrestler to perfect the clothesline maneuver. He called the lariat. And he played football in the NFL and for West Texas, according to the now stats. Larry. It's AT and not ET, but let's uh, let's don't get too worked up. Well, like you said when we started, more stuff for them to mess up because this is a lot of font on the screen, right? Look, they couldn't now, get on. Now, will this Anderson's be better name, than right? okay. Dirty White Boy and and Smothers in this kind of match? No. Okay. No. So my first note is this is a Texas Lariat match. Falls. Don't count. You must touch each turnbuckle consecutively, like we saw with Dirty White Boy and Smothers. Not saying it was going to be that good, but that type of match. Now, this was a good match for what it is. I got no complaints. It ain't Dirty White Boy and Smothers. No, no, it's Dirty not. Dirty White Boy. But I don't think you can recreate Dirty White Boy and Smothers. That was the 
Well, I was perfect. after this. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying in my mind, like after you've seen that, you watch a match like this and you they don't it's not gonna be the same. Can you can you hit one thirty eight thirty seven in my time, maybe a few seconds sooner in your time? I need audio because Paulie does a Jim Hurd impersonation. Heavily take. The greatest part of this match is how everything has backfired on the total package Lex Luger. You know, he thought he had it all together. Jim Hurd comes out on TV, says, you know, the fans want to see this match, and by God, we're going to give it to them. And then Luger's so happy. All right, they're starting right here. Hanson starting. <laughs> Thank God. Now, you know, we're going to give it to him. He, he, he tried. It's funny. You sound like Lance. Oh, come, come on. Leave Lance alone. Yeah, really. I mean, it's football off season. Come on. Ponies oh. are at spring practice right now. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good, actually. It's kind of funny. Say what you will, but Luger has the people with him. Oh, he's over. He's and over. I think they the love him. helps these guys so that they don't try to wrestle too much. They're just going to kick and punch. Yeah, they don't need to have a wrestling match. I mean, like, look at the Hanson. He's a big brawler. Right. Luger's a a pretty boy, but you know he's jacked and like Copper always says, looks like he you know stepped out of a Marvel comic. Him and Sid, he says that about. It. He is just what it needs to be. They don't need to be doing flips and dives, man. Just a couple power moves and use that bull rope, and that's it. There's a point in here. Well, I think throughout Hanson's visibly talking to Luger. I'm sure he is. I mean, Luger knows what he's doing. Look at him. The hits a, like he hits a couple of moves. Hanson rolls out the ring. They, I, these two, I mean, they got after you, it. You can only do so much when you're attached to someone like this. You can't. It's not like you can get away from them. So you got to be creative in how you. But keep we've the said interest. this for over a year now. Luger's 89 and 90 is way better than, at least I'll say, than I ever thought it was. Yeah, that's true. It, it is, it is, and he's he's and become. You know, like remember when he first was a babyface? You're like, it was all right, but when he turned, he was, stiff it was like, oh, a little. Yeah. He wasn't comfortable in that role. But now, as a face, he's, he's accepted it. He's grown into it. it. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. He's really good as a babyface. I still think he's better as a heel, but he's really good as a babyface. So, all right, Doc. Uh, what else do you have from this one? Well, we get to a point where, and we're not necessarily in the South, depending on how you, well, we're in Missouri. Um, Luger gets hanged. Oh, come on. So? No, I'm What's just saying. That? Would you, I mean, would you be comfortable letting Stan Hansen hang you? No. I don't know if I'm comfortable with anyone hanging me. How's that sound? Yeah, how's that well, sound? Well, okay, that may be true for you, but Harper and I are free men in today's world. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You are... <laughs> you so bitch, you... Uh... Grow up! Grow up! There might be three of us, but only two of us can survive a, a, a oh. spot with the, a, a gimmick with an angle with oh. the police. Heritage, not hate. 
I don't know if y'all noticed when they were fighting on the outside, they scared the shit out of some yeah. out of the the cameraman, the camera guy, yeah, the the Japanese photographer, scared him to death. Um. All right, Doc. What else you got from this thing? Um. Okay, so I, I I'm gonna understand why these matches are at the end of the night, hundred percent. This is the first kind of like all in all, all in all brawl, all in out brawl we've seen. But it's not going to be better than the next match. And now we've got two brawls back to back. It's not the fault of these two guys. It's just how do you pace and sequence a card? You know, I'd rather this where it's at than. One of them. I get Russian you. I get teams. you. It, it's it's not a it's not maybe a problem that maybe not, doesn't have a solution. Yeah, agree. You, no argument. But the crowd. All look right. at the crowd back there. Is Luger's going for his? Oh yeah, they're reacting. They're into this. Luger has the people. Ref's so helping out there. It's good work by the ref. Until... Luger hits. Luger. He look at the people. It. Oh, yeah. Luger hits one turnbuckle, then two, and then a third as he drags Hanson around the ring. And then the crowd, like you said, is into it. He goes for the fourth turnbuckle, but Hanson is holding him back. Luger Hansen gets can't the turnbuckle. Just swung that boot. Who feels comfortable with that? Luger gets the turnbuckle, but as he hit the turnbuckle, the fourth one, the referee hit as Luger goes into the turnbuckle. So the crowd, they think Luger won, and they're going nuts. Hanson takes his boot off, and then he hits Luger with the boot. So Luger's now down. Hansen goes for the turnbuckle as Nick Patrick is coming to the That's referee. That's not Nick Patrick. No. Pee Wee Anderson, I'm sorry. Yeah. So that, that, that is Nick Patrick. That bump probably is the one that gave him the cancer. That's Nick Patrick right there. Don't tell me it's That's not Nick Patrick. Pat- yeah, but, now. Yeah. Now. Okay. Han- okay, Pee Wee is out. Hansen, shut up. I hate y'all. So Hansen goes for the turnbuckle as Nick Patrick comes out. Hansen touches all the buckles, and he appears to win. But then Pee Wee Anderson wakes up and says, no, 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 no. And Pee Wee says, Luger won, and he saw it. He just got knocked out right after he saw it. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Like, because he did go flying into him, and he hit him. But what he's saying is, before he was out of it, he saw Luger hit the fourth turnbuckle and get the win. Thus, Luger gets back the United States title. Doc, I thought this was a nice way to finish this. What did you think? My first note was, it's too much Gaga. Bullshit. But then I started thinking about how you get out of these kind of matches. And I agree. It was good. Thank you. Glad you agree. I, I just think about Hanson wrestling in his cowboy boots and gold toe white socks. How bad do you think that sock stinks? Oh, man. And those fucking wrestling boots. Yeah. I'm not prepared to talk about anything else other than the trail of tobacco juice down his swollen beer gut chest. Bruh, them socks smell like mildew. No doubt. <laughs> Good stuff, Look though. Look at the Luger- people, though. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're into it. This was good. Look, man, we beat some of the things up that we've seen in this thing, but this See, was this is, freaking hey, good. We say this all the time. This is where Rick got it wrong. 
Rick said he promised the title to Sting. He should have put it on Luger if he's going to get rid of it. Yeah, because then, Luger was more ready. Okay, fair enough. But remember, Luger was a heel when they turned him. So, like, how was he going to Everybody's drop a heel when they turn, Mike. No, no, no. No, what I'm saying is at the time that uh, Sting was hurt. So what were they going to, like... Do something, man. Okay. So you're saying they should have turned him and he still should have been, he being Luger, still should have been champion. I'm saying if Luger could cut a, if Sting could cut a promo like this, would be good. Hit the sound. Well, I, I, first I wanted to point out, look at these rednecks behind, behind oh, Luger yeah. celebrating. Look you're at You're rocking him. out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's go to Luger now on this promo after he wins back his title. United States Heavyweight Champion. we got to be the most intense match of your entire career package. Oh, baby, how good it feels! New U.S. Champion. It feels great, short and sweet. Hope to be U.S. Champion for a long time. But no doubt this feels not over. It's just beginning. I'm ready, baby. All right, Lex Luger, the United States Heavyweight Champion. And now we're on a championship run here, ladies and gentlemen. The street fight for the World Tag Team Championship is coming up next. Let's go to Gary. Uh, that was short and sweet and just what it needed to be, I thought. What do you think, Doc? No, I thought it was good. And my point is, that's the that's the... He, if they're going to be green and, and pass the torch, he should have. I mean, we've been talking about this. Silva said it. We've all talked about it. Sting needed more seasoning. It just. They also did him no favors with a, the dumbest angle of all time. That, now, that that is without. Que- we're going to get there. Yeah. And we can talk about that in a minute. Now, do you want to face these two jackasses? And I say that with the utmost respect. So, look, I think Ric Flair is a formidable opponent and is obviously a great tag partner for Arn. But in this type of match, I actually think Barry is better built for 100%. what this He's match bigger. is supposed to be. Yeah, He's bigger. You bring him in for the size... Rick's not a tag team guy. This fits perfect. This is advantage horseman. Now I have a question. Can you run that back about twenty five seconds, please? Oh Jesus. Oh no. When they're coming down the ramp. When who's coming down the ramp? The horseman. Okay, hold on. Look, these two, Harper, look like your two buddies that work in construction that you convinced to come over on a Saturday afternoon and do some home improvement around your house and they decided to come over and drink all your Miller light, do a half-assed job and listen to some Skinner. They look like, you remember the, the, the rap is crap thing they did. Yeah. WCW? Well, that That's too. what they look like. It does have that look. <laughs> yeah. Rap is crap. <laughs> that shit was over, dude. <laughs> it was over. Racism yeah. is always over. Man. The West Texas rednecks. Like Big Swole said when he was on, he was like, dude, we was the most over thing, at, you know, around the loop. He's like, them people were into that. He's like, yeah, I get it. 
I mean, you had Henning was a part of it. So, I mean, yeah. you had the the the, the, the dudes you had that were a part of it were perfect for it. Like it did, you couldn't have been no perfect. And they were good wrestlers and just knew what they were doing. I, now let but, me you know. let me say something here. Okay. These four sons of bitches get the fuck after it. Beat the shit out of each other. Man, this was. This, I ain't gonna lie. This was match of the night by by easily, and these four big bastards beat the piss out of each other to use a micism. I mean, it's on and popping from the start. It's like, on and popping from the get go, and it doesn't stop. All what don't all four bleed? I think so. Yes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense in this scenario. Like Wyndham, I think Wyndham's the first one. He gets run into the post he by gets Reed a good and he busts it open. Um, uh, Arn and and Ron are on the ramp and they're beating the piss out of each other. Like this isn't wrestling. Um, it's a brawl and it should be because there's you know we go back a month or two. They've built this up and Arn takes off the leather belt. He's whipping Ron with it. Like this is exactly what it needed to be. There you go. A and brawl. these are four. Tough dudes doing tough guy shit. It really is. I mean, if you um, like to see, I'm not, I don't always like brawls, but when it's right, it's right. So this at one, one point, right, man. it was Arn, he, like later in the match after Wyndham gets uh, posted by Reed and is busted open, and Arn, he nails Reed with a chair, and the chair sounds off, and then Wyndham also catches Simmons with a chair. And then Simmons is bleeding. Of course, uh, you know, Reed is busted open too. Uh suplex from Ooh. Wyndham to Simmons. There, you go. there it is. Um Is anybody safer with a chair than Arn Anderson looks? Mm. Mm. Uh oh. Where's the post? He just busted open right there. He was cut before, you could see it. Yeah. But you that's what got him bleeding. open. Yeah. And then uh he's getting it's just no, it's just, look, man, you don't want to see guys just always have a street fight. But in this instance, they kidnapped Rick. They yeah. pulled one over on him. Um, Dude, look at that. It's what it, this is what it needed to be. Like, I, I don't want to see 100 street fights and gimmick matches, but this is exactly what these guys needed to have here. They didn't need to have no technical sound match. They've had and that the already. the fact that they let them bleed added to this match. Yeah. It, well, it's no. what it needed to be. Now, I want to hit you with something um, that may surprise you. What? Doom has a higher combined age than the Horsemen. You mean it, you mean these two guys? You mean the two Horsemen that are in this match? Yeah. Okay, I, I was making sure. Was... Sixty-eight to sixty. So by eight years. Well, no, that makes I'm sorry. sense. I'm because... sorry. I have that wrong. I have that wrong. Excuse me. 68 to 62 by six years. Yes. Yeah, but that years. makes sense because, like, I still look at Wyndham as, so it's only the... 1990. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Butch was at the end. Butch, well, is he? Because here's the deal. Butch is 36. Okay. That's not the end of anything. It doesn't have to be. Right, anymore. but I, I mean, I mean, this was his last big run, wasn't it? Then he was gone. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is Hopper's right. It's his last. Simmons real, is like, big Simmons one. is thirty two. Okay. Arn is thirty two. And Wyndham is thirty. Damn. That's what I was saying. He is like a baby. That's what I was saying. Like like you think of Barry as old right here, but I knew he was the youngest one just for the simple fact that it's nineteen ninety. I knew he wasn't that old. So like he still got three, four prime years. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- think about you at 30, like how <laughs> just different it is than 40 or 45. It's a millennium. It years. is. It yeah. is. You feel like I was, I've t- I tell people this all the time and he's like, yeah, dude, you're just old. No, I'm not trying to say I'm decrepit. What I'm saying is I can remember how I felt at 30 after doing something athletically oh, versus yeah. 40 and 45. Oh yeah, if I forgot I was thirty, I could get fucking four hours, five hours of sleep, and just. Next or you day. could, or you could like help your buddies with the project on the weekends, move whatever, and be like, "All right, I'm fine." Yeah. Look at Arn. Like, Look, at Arn. Look at Arn. Look at Arn. Christ. He's got he's got the blood coming off. The shirt's torn. It's out the pants. Like, this is wrestling, bro. This is the closest thing to Starcade. Personal in- issue. And they're beating the piss out of each other over it. What this else? This is the closest thing to Starcade '85 that we've seen. Remember Midnight versus Miss Atlanta Lively and Garvin. Yeah. But here's the other thing: all four guys. I mean, the rookie, if you will, is Simmons, who's 32. Yeah, oh, there's true. some finishers about to get kicked out of, though. There's, there's one. a superplex. Yep. <laughs> Wyndham to Simmons. So don't tell me we used to, you know, respect the finisher. Oh, come on. Here here comes Butch. Butch Reed's about to hit one. We're about to see a DDT in a minute. I don't want to get the timestamps up. But we're coming up on a DDT that's really badass. There's the shoulder tackle that Butch Reed used to do. We're going to get either a kick out or a no count. I can't remember. No, we don't even get a kick. count because Barry breaks it up and Arn's face looks glorious with the blood. Look at that. It, that was a great DDT. It's because what Reed did. I'm telling you all four of these guys did the work. They timed the finish to me about as well as you could do it too. Man, what and, they and like I got worried for you because earlier in the match, fucking Arn was whipping Butch Reed. I was afraid you'd get upset about that. No, come on. All right, you've haha, funny. Watch well, there was also Arn. another point. But speaking of that, they got that weight belt, and Wyndham was swinging that thing, and it looked careless. That strap hurts. Watch Arn right here when he takes his bump from this chair. Watch. <laughs> uh, Simmons blocked the chair then sends it into Arn's head Arn takes a face bump kicks out then we get a pile driver from Butch Reed to Wyndham it, it's kind of chaotic and madness but it's what it needed to be for a feud that went like this yeah this is good shit um, it's, uh, and it continues for a little while longer so I'm going to get to the finish here, Doc. Do you have anything else before we go there? No, I mean, again, just ass-kicking, and then they both have a pin. So, 
Arn goes to hit Simmons, but Reed saves him. Wyndham then rolls up Simmons here as Arn and but Arn is pinned at the exact same time. Reed is laying on top of him. So we've got Simmons who's being pinned and Arn who's being pinned, and it's a simultaneous pin. And Nick Patrick, he appeared to count both teams out with a pin, and JR apologizes because he says, I don't know the official decision. And he and Paul Lee on commentary are arguing because none of them know who won. And JR says, if we look at the rules, we have a double pin, which means Doom, which means Doom will retain the titles on a no decision. Um, I don't know. Some people might look at that as a cheap way of getting out of it, but man, this was a hell of a brawl, and yeah. I don't know if I felt cheated. I didn't feel cheated because they moved Barry in, so it wasn't like a blow off of the feud. It felt like a new beginning of the feud. Right. Not a new beginning, but a, I want more. I want more. That's exactly right, Harper. I put him in a cage next time. Yeah. Look at these dudes bumping on the ramp. Look, watch. So Arn takes a backdrop. Ron takes a lariat. Reed punches Wyndham. They're like dominoes. It's like Reservoir Dogs, where they all shoot each other at the end. <laughs> Look at it. Look how that se- sequence goes. Like three big bumps. Like they, it looks so great. I want more of this. Me too. This was a potential Rolex match of the night. Absolutely. All right. Well. Keeping the show moving right along. Any other thoughts as they, they brawl up the ramp? Nah, I'm going to pee. Yeah, it was going good to pee. shit. It really was. So while Doc is going to tinkle, we go to... This is the third piss he's taking. Well, that That's blood honey, nice. whatever he's, he's sipping on is running through him. The Steiner brothers, remember, they are battling uh, the great Muda and Mr. Saito for the tag tournament final. Whoever wins this is the champion of the universe. Not my choice of words, but uh, WCW. Uh, if you've never seen this in its entirety, go pull it up. Paulie says, uh, or become a patron, and you can go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and watch the video version with us. Paulie says he is taking the team from Japan because the yen is more valuable. That's nice than the dollar. And because Japanese automobiles are better than American ones. Uh, the ref is also from Japan. I think this is uh, Tiger Hattori. So anyway, um, they I think they do a good job. And I was going to throw it at Doc, but he's still tinkling. Unless he's back already. Uh, he's got that uh, rough bladder. Harbor didn't watch this, so let me just go into yeah. it. Um, we get a, a, a nut shot from, from Muda, which he just obliterates his nuts on the top rope. And the crowd goes nuts. There are tons of USA chants, which I guess is to be expected. Uh, I'm trying to go to that. There it is. Hold on. So Muda, he's up on the ropes, getting ready to do something, and he the ropes shake, and he takes the nut shot. I think something else was supposed to happen, but that's how it went down. No. Uh, we get a Steiner line from, I think it was Rick to Muda, and hot tag to Scott. Scott hits a double arm suplex to Muda, a nice ovation from the crowd. Paul Lee asked during the match if the Japanese team wins the match, do they get the U.S. tag titles? And JR says, no, they don't, which I thought was actually a good thing to point out during the match. Are you back, Doc? I am back. And I'm listening. I wasn't excited for this because in a traditional pay per view setting, 
if we're building to the, the world title, that last match was either the main event or the setup for the main event. But don't get me wrong. I I mean, these four guys can all go. What are you saying? Um, you put this before the last one? I don't know. This is the problem with the tournament. The first round is the best round because it's all new to you. After that, it's like, eh, I've already seen it. Right. I mean, we just saw the Steiners wrestle not, what, 15 minutes ago? And there's not a credible opponent for the Steiners. No. I mean, even if you think Muda, like we do, is badass, and he is, he he got pinned three times at this event last year. Less is more. And when you see the Steiners three times in a night, even though you've only seen them for two minutes here, two minutes there, it doesn't really make you want the to see them The crowd popped for this finish more than I would have. But that's okay. Something was weird with the finish. We're, they're about to show it now. You get a double spike pile driver to Scott Steiner. Muda kicks Rick Steiner. Muda then starts celebrating and is on the ropes acting like he wants the fans to shut up, which was really strange. Scott Steiner is in a sleeper by Mr. Saido, but Rick Steiner made the tag with Scott, so Rick Steiner hits a sunset flip off the top rope and pins Saido. The Steiner brothers end up winning the tournament, which, I mean, it's to be expected. I, right. You know, but as I say that, I can remember Muda freaking, you know, getting pinned in 30 seconds uh, last year, so not everything always makes sense. But anyway, see, like, Muda, it's like, I don't know what's going on, like, Something weird is happening because he's looking at the crowd and the crowd isn't even yelling. While Saido and Scott Steiner are in the ring, the tag happens and here's where the pin occurs with Rick Scott Steiner in the sleeper and then there's a sunset flip. Yeah, what like, was that about? Yeah, like Muda, it's like he was... Something didn't go off as planned from a timer perspective. And I don't blame Muda. It just didn't look as smooth as it needed to. So I really Everything was airtight, brother. Well, but I mean, you look at having Chris Adams and Norman Smiley that match with Mexicans, good match. I like the idea that you see things you don't normally see. But does the payoff require us to bring all these motherfuckers in with trans and in pay to get there? Uh, especially when you got Pillman and the Southern boys not wrestling. Right. You got dudes who are, you, I'm not going to this celebration over them with this trophy. Oh, Jesus. What they win? The big they won a seven foot trophy and they talked about the troops. America. America. That's right. Over America. in desert storm. Desert storm. I used to hate it, bro. Every day they played that proud to be an American. <laughs> You heard that song nonstop during Desert Storm. Ugh. Are you not proud to be an American, Hopper? Really? Uh, yeah, let's hear about that. I, I just couldn't stand that song. You would hear it nonstop everywhere. Hopper's probably the most patriotic person on this show. I'm second, Doc, so far third. What are you to, wait. <laughs> wait. What are you trying to say about me? I mean, Doc I'm hates just... America. Yeah, that, that, wait a minute. That's <laughs> that is one hundred percent not true. It's the only country I've ever known. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, I was just trying to make a point. Auburn's not not anti-American. He's just so sick of that song, and you ain't lying. They hey, wore bro. that song out. 
bruh, nonstop. Every Jesus. fucking day you would hear it. It had all those bumper stickers that said, support the troops. I remember thinking, like, who, who, who isn't supporting them? <laughs> like, who's like, you know what? Nah. You'd be surprised, but my whole thing is now that we're done with like the wars, can we support the teachers? What do you mean no. done with the wars, bro? America ain't never done with wars. Kfa, brother. Kfa, brother. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, listen, man. we got to get we got to get to the final here. This is what we've all been waiting for. Because win, lose, or draw, this bullshit is over. So here we go. Sting versus the Black Scorpion. Dick the go. Bruiser is the referee. The is he crowd in there? is what? Is that him? Is that no. Dick the Bruiser? No, we're gonna call him down. No, not yet. Uh, the crowd is chanting Bruiser because Dick the Bruiser. The NWA World Title is up for grabs. It's title versus the Mask. The Black Scorpion, Scorpions. I want to say. I said plural start coming out. Now, this is after. Hold on. Oh, boy. He's 61. Okay. He's not wearing ref gear. And he'll be dead in less than a year. That sucks. He's he's got. Damn, I didn't realize that. Um, He's actually a cartoon character. He does. Hey, hey, Opera. He's got big stripes going across like he's. Remember, Saeed was the hamburger at X rated that year? <laughs> yeah. But he had the skinny stripes. Freaking Saeed. Stripes going across instead of down. Hamburglar. Okay. Uh, Bruiser's in the ring. He's going to ref the match. And here we go. The Black Scorpions, plural, start coming out. Four or so head to the ring. I have a question for you. Do I need to play the audio from this? No. Is the third one Rocco Rock? Okay, so I'm trying to figure out who the first one was, but I don't know. Let's see. Who I can't is that? Tell who that is. Mm. One of them's Dave Sheldon. That's not mm. him. That guy's too no. old. No, no, that's not him. It's the next one that I was wondering if that's Rocco Rock. Let me see. Well, that was the first one. You said the third okay, one. Okay, the Rock. third one. I'm sorry. I looked down. Okay, so this is the second one. I don't know that's who the like, second one is. That's like fucking Tim Horner or some some shit. That ain't Tim Horner walking. <laughs> but is this Rock or Rock? Uh, I think you might be on to something. Which one? This one here? No, the one that just and, passed the camera. And that him uh, right here. I think that is him, Doc. This is a good call. I think that is him. Now, okay. who does that one look like? Dave Sheldon. You think that's Dave Sheldon? We'll find out at the end. Okay. All right. So these are the Black Scorpions. Oh, they God. all come to the ring, so they kind of, you know, like, oh, well, where, where is he? And then we get the freaking theater dramatic bullcrap. Some contraption floors from the ceiling and closes as it lands. <laughs> but it's <laughs> where is he? Well, just wait. It's got a lower first, Hopper. Oh my God! It's like a flying saucer. Yeah, yeah, like a lotus flower, fucking shit. He's like fucking Tommy Lee when he would like play the drums up in the air. 
and the cage would start spinning. I just wish that shit would start spinning in the summer here in Texas. That shit would cool us off, Mike. Boy, no kidding, Jack. How much money did they spend on this shit? Let me correct that for you. How much money did they waste on this shit? (laughs) (laughs) That is a great question. A way to phrase it. It's like Michael Jackson's about to come out or something. This shit, it must be great to be a fucking tax write-off where they don't care. I mean, this was funny money Turner accounting bullshit. They didn't care. I mean, if, if WCW fell face first into a pile of money, which eventually happened, then okay. <laughs> they give a shit. That's the thing about it. Everybody used to always talk about, well, what happens if Magnum doesn't doesn't get injured? You know, does WCW they got caught in the corporate accounting web? And they, yeah. like, I mean, that wouldn't have saved it. No, well, no, that, well, thing, that wouldn't have saved it if fucking Tully came with, with Arn. That wouldn't have saved it either. Well, let me let me let me let me let me make it even clearer. What I was about to say was, look. I don't care if Magnum doesn't get in a car accident. I don't care if Tully comes back. I don't care if everything's peachy. The fact is, they made it without them into the Monday Night Wars and then were a money printing factory for a short time period. And then they blew it. So, like, they they not only did great at one point after all of those things, they freaking were, like, top earner for Turner until... The bottom fell out. So, like, it's, you can't say, oh, would they have made it? They did make it. They made it beyond those guys. And, and then where, it fell we, out. We, I think we had this conversation off the air. That's where Tony Khan has to win, is he has enough money to get him on another network if the network goes kaput. I mean, yeah, anyway, you don't want, you don't want that to happen. But. Let's see okay, this. so here it goes. Um, the, 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 the UFO, I'm calling it that. I know it's not that drops in all of a sudden we see a gentleman or someone with a silver cape. So i have an idea let's take the greatest wrestler of our generation and do this to him of course it's like a movie it's like hollywood movie bullshit of wrestling a voice starts playing at one of these points and says the other four were not the Black Scorpion. I am the real Black Scorpion. Or some shit like that. I don't remember the exact word. And then who he walks it? to who the is room. It, Harper? Let's see. Have you seen this before, Harper? Yeah, I know who it is, bro. Okay, <laughs> Look, unknown, unknown, unknown. I remember seeing this when I was a kid. Like, wait, that's... I know who that is. <laughs> So, around, I'm going to fast forward a little bit after he gets into the ring. and So, we'll, the first thing I want to say here at the beginning is that the the cage they use does not, sh- like, no cage shoots well from the outside, but this one looks extra shiny, and it's a disaster from the out. Look at that thing. It's glowing. What you're saying is it didn't need to be... Uh... So shiny, it needed to be the old dingy gray. Maybe, which it but is. the point is, they try to start the match from outside, and they have to quickly pivot because you right here you can't see shit. Yeah, 
it's bad when they pan out. It's really bad. It it is really bad. Imagine right now, bruisers looking at Rick, going, "Brother, who'd you piss off to do this?" <laughs> so, I don't, I don't have the exact timestamp, but so here's massive... my here's my question. Yeah, dude, this looks like shit, bro. Look at that. It's too shiny. Yeah. Now, here's my other question. When you're Ric Flair, how hard is it to not be Ric Flair here? Right. Very hard. Very hard. Because you, your mannerisms are your mannerisms. That's you right. Can, you are you, who you are. And we've said yes. this. Nobody is their character more than Rick. <laughs> and and, and you're, the, the thing is, it'd be He's different on, if you're... Playing a if you're playing a character on a television show where they can cut and you could do certain things in the moment and then they can cut, that's different. But you're in front of a live crowd, so your mannerisms are eventually going to show. And um, about two twenty nine mark or so, you start. There's a loud chant of Nature Boy, bruh. So they were chanting Nature Boy. I just I saw think the cameraman sitting on top of the cage. He sits up there for the whole fucking match. I uh, think one of them does. I'm going to play the audio. I think their Nature Boy chants are like right around here. Maybe in the next 30 seconds. So bear with me. Let's see. Scorpion trying to pick him up. And he does. That's nice belly to back suplex. Obviously, Scorpion has got some wrestling skills. A little bit lost on those ropes, though, however. Great camera shot looking right down in the ring. Cameraman sitting right on top of the cage. Yeah. You heard it, nature yeah. boy, nature boy. Now give well, Rick credit because he, when he does that elbow drop, like he's he's trying to make it look like not right him. Right there, that falling against the ropes and that kind yeah. of thing. The the setup for the the elbow too. He's trying his damnedest to pull this off. Like my whole question setting up on how hard is it for him to not be him after his experience and his time in the ring in the past ten years. Is he almost damn deserves a Rolex for this, for trying to not be the greatest wrestler of all time? Yeah, he's almost got to dummy it down where he looks like crap. Yeah, that's so that why you I drink every day, bro. Sure. Like even in the beginning when he was jumping up and down in the ring, like right. he's, he's trying to do stuff to throw people off, but they know they can see it. And him. I mean, here's a guy who for. 350 nights a year was in the ring doing one thing the same way. I mean, go to work. Yeah. It's it's almost like going to work tomorrow at your desk and doing the whole day with your left hand guiding the mouse instead of your right hand or your, your dominant hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to go far. <laughs> Won't be a good day. Put it like that. <laughs> and Oh, by the way, as much as I'm not a fan, this whole scenario does sting zero favors. It doesn't help him one bit. It's because uh, when Rick is Rick, he can guide him through a match, the charisma, he can make it he can fill in the holes. Now Sting's in there with a masked man from head to toe and Dick the Bruiser in a cage in St. Louis. That can't work well for Sting. And it's not that Sting was awful here at all. It's just not putting him at this point in his career in a good spot. 
So you're going to stick the rocket shit to him, but what does that mean? We've had the discussion. They didn't look. He's they did him no favors. Even if even if he's not ready, like Doc believes, they did him no favors. No one. They did no one any favors in this. None. Well, okay, so that's an interesting point, Harper. Because my last note on this is everyone involved is worse off for this. Right. Everyone. That was my note. I got a side <laughs> note. Just how you, you said, uh, Dick the Bruiser died like six months later. It within a year, he had like a internal yeah. bleeding from, from a, 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 some event. I looked it up, but I can't remember. He had like he was during the match or something. No, 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 no. He was retired by this point. It, How old is he, Doc? Did you say sixty-one? Jesus Christ, that's not that old. No, sixty-one. Yeah, yeah. That ain't old, bro. I'm, I'm, I can see that. Like, I'm not too far from that. I'm scared. You should be, dude. It's getting. We are. We're getting closer and closer to the age that Ron Wright was at the beginning yeah. of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I need that's, you to shut your fucking mouth. How about that? That's because I'm weird. I'm, a, I'm the I'm the lead dog in this pack on that regard, mm. and I just had a birthday, and I don't like it. This ain't cool. I, I let's talk about Sting being the champ or Dick the Bruiser or Black Scorpion because I'm tired of talking about how close I, we are getting to the end. Okay, well, we won't talk about how close we're getting to the end, even though we're getting closer and closer to the end every day. I mean, that's just a Look at Bill after life. running around the outside there. But I got to tell you something. So we hadn't talked about this much, but um, I believe as of us recording this, next week is our birthday. Like, oh, this shit. Is, Let's get yeah. strippers. Do we get a cake? We no, um, I don't need a cake because then we'll all end up in the cake. But if we get a stripper, then we all end up in the stripper. <laughs> we get seven years. <laughs> How many podcasts last seven years? There's a lot of podcasts out there. How many last? How many seven last years? seven months? What do you think is the longest running podcast? Us. The longest running is subjective, but you think it's, it's probably. Uh, it's probably well. You okay? Hold on. Are we talking wrestling podcast? No, it's just well that wrestling and just in general. I don't know. I think wrestling wise, it may be someone like Wade Keller. Because I used to it. listen to those ones on podcast one back in the day, and I didn't think is that still a thing? Who cares? I don't know. Doc is salty. <laughs> Uh, Look, I, I don't I got, know. I don't know. If let me be real clear. I want us to all get it all out, but I got 18 minutes till Game Five of the Mavericks. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's tied, bro. And I wanted, and I want to do right by our listeners, but I also want to do right by myself. And here's the thing: this is god awful. Yeah, it's just retarded. Whoops. And it doesn't, this, this, and I'll be, and I want to be real clear. Whoops. This, this, isn't, <laughs> this isn't Sting's fault. No, this is no one's fault, except the people who thought this shit up. Like, I, 
Bro, how bad. stupid is that look? You just see his legs hanging there. I feel bad for Sting. <laughs> He's the Harper fighter of the nice. cameraman. Go back. All I see oh. is this guy's fucking New Balance in his fucking jeans with his red knee pads on just sitting there. I don't even like the football now where they shoot the above the, the huddle because it's disorienting to me. I hate uh, with that. The, uh, with the drones? I yeah. hate when they do the freaking shot from behind the play, like from behind the yeah. quarterback. Dude, if yeah. I wanted to play Madden, I'd play Madden. I, hey, you know, there's, I do not there's, show um, it to me like that. If you stream in the NBA off ESPN, there's views that you can get from behind, uh, uh, above the basket like that. No thanks. Uh, Hard pass, uh, Bubba. It, it is it is beyond ridiculous. Oh, they got like a GoPro camera up there or something. Yeah, where you're watching the play from above, and it's right. ridiculous. Like I played basketball, and I understand what I'm seeing, but I don't like looking at it. look at look right. at Bruiser now. He's going to get involved and in, and pull these legs off these ropes. He's been pulling them off, and it's just yeah. He's that's how he's laying down the law. Mm-hmm. How many beers do you think the Bruiser drank that night in St. Louis? Telling the guys, telling the young guys about the old days. I remember the old days when uh, Indianapolis and. <laughs> uh, Can we get to the end of this? Come on. Yeah, I'm about to. I'll any any anything else because it's it drags on for a while. Yeah, it drags on and it's not it's not going anywhere. Look it's a bridge this, to nowhere. Look at this asshole. Until this... Un, until it's not. Oh wait, he's got a different mask on now. What the yeah, fuck? yeah, he got his mask ripped off. So, so he's got a backup mask on. Sting. Yeah, so now we're gonna put Rick out there in two masks. Sting. <laughs> okay, hold on. Sting ripped off the mask, but again, there's a silver one underneath it. Jr. says this guy looks more familiar now that the black mask is off. So then, the black scorpion. Ends up being busted open, and Paul E says, "The mask is ripped. He's bleeding through the mask." And you can see it, it when they'll they eventually zoom in. He's got, he's got blood coming through the mask. Um, big old blood splotch. I think it happens like right there. So, so Sting is gonna hit the Black Scorpion with a move off the top rope. Dick the Bruiser takes forever to count. Oh my God, he I don't know what he was doing. He's an older gentleman, so I'm trying not to make fun of him. But I think it's like right around here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. You can see the blood on the mask. One, two, three. Dude, you could have counted not it Not any 10. better or worse than <laughs> Kaninsky in 83. So, Sting yeah. won right there. That was the finish off the top now, of Now a bunch of shit happens, and J.R. gets legit hot and says, I don't know how much time we have left. So the rest of the he knows that they're about to go off the air and they haven't done the big reveal. All right. I'm going to play the audio for me. Here it is. The, 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 everything that goes down. The winner and still world heavyweight champion. Here come the Stop 
Corpus got to take that mask off, but he's trying to escape. He's trying to crawl over the top. We got about two minutes left. The Scorpion trying to crawl out. He needs to get us. Arn Anderson just nailed Dick the Bruiser from behind with a steel chair. Nobody can get him. Wyndham and Anderson are here to take over on Sting. We got about a minute left. DDT on the chair. The DDT, the champion. We got two minutes left. Two minutes left in the match. In this whole pay-per-view. Wham! Anderson with a chair. They're trying to finish him off for good. They are trying to finish Sting off for good. popcorn fart uh doc thoughts i i, I don't know what to say <laughs> I they mean, were cutting it close on the time yeah they they and and ross is trying to talk him through it in whatever but okay so legitimate question here is doing this to rick flair the biggest crime in wrestling history Nah, it's probably worse stuff. I mean, Arquette getting the title could be one, but... Yeah, I mean, there's stuff. I mean, the WCW did some dumb stuff in the okay. late 90s. Okay, had, had there ever been anything in the NWA leading up to this that was worse? Oh. Mm. Really worse at that level. Mm. At the no. main event level. Okay, the the key is at the main event level, probably. Right, not. right, main event because you can. You could talk about Rocky, little Richard Marley, or that's Norman, how it is when somebody tries Norman. to buy you. But we're talking about the prestigious name on the marquee, main event level being this bad. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn bad. Harper. Yeah, this is bad, bro. Ric Flair. There's a lot of talent involved with this that that it's got to be thinking this is 
shameful. Yeah. And you brought Terry Taylor out. You got Ricky Morton out there. You got Z Man. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> Arn and Barry. I mean, what are we doing? I didn't pick up on JR being like super duper hot. It was before you played it. He goes, Yeah, I'd really like to know how much time we have. <laughs> That's him and yelling. It was right before you played it because things were not hitting the mark. He was saying that because he wanted somebody in his ear telling him how much That's time. That's exactly was. right. Exactly the note I had is he's trying to find out how, like, are we about to run out of time here? Because he's trying to cover it. Because mm. at that point, in 1990, this was an imprecise science, and they were about to go off the air without giving the big reveal. Even when they did the reveal, it was like a There was nothing there, but I mean, at least JR had come to do the job he was assigned to do. Oh, yeah, you can't blame him. Well, that's as Hopper. The good news is, (laughs) this shit's over. Yeah. Oh, boy. The bad news is, we'll talk about that on the next Saturday night hey, if there is I, bad news. As I tell my 10-year-old, don't tell me things can't get worse. No, things always, can definitely get worse. They can we've always get worse. Yeah, they can always, always get worse. Until you're they dead, they can always get worse. worse. Right. They can always get worse, bro. Always. Now, this is a complicated event. To are you talking about to rate? Right. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're time. What are you? How are you going to rate it and hand out? Okay. Rolex? So you said this to me earlier last week today in a private conversation. You thought this was better than eighty nine Starcade. Yeah, I mean eighty nine Starcade was ridiculous. It was just well in terms, in terms and, of like match quality, it may not be, but in terms of overall the delivery and like not killing muda and doom and things like that i definitely do agree we said this last week 14 matches is a lot to try to pull off in a night i also don't like the fact that pillman and and southern boys couldn't find their way onto the card the tournament sounds great when we're drawing it up in the boardroom it's really tough in execution especially when you're going to bring in people that don't know that this is a work (laughs) (laughs) in the russians we're lucky they didn't like shoot and try to like win the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could have been a real problem. Um, the the two matches, the two matches, the third and fourth to the end matches were phenomenal. Uh, with with Luger and Hanson, and then Doom and in the and the Horsemen. I love substituting Barry in there. I think it makes perfect sense. And that match was the best match on the whole card. I thought Chris Adams and Norman Smiley against the Mexican team of Mysterio and Conan was really good. I wish that I had more time. Bobby Eaton was great. That was opening match. Fantastic. Opening match a long time ago. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do you there's a, there's a real cloud at the end that that there's a real stain on this. I mean, like you can look, you can overlook some of those tournament matches and like that's the fucking cost of doing business. But at the end, as Harper said, and, and I had the note, 
when your world championship match happened, everybody involved came out looking worse. Yeah. And that's a problem that has to be addressed. And the real question in the grade becomes, are, are we grading the talent? Are we grading the booking? And that's real hard to, to, to differentiate. No my thing is, why would Ric Flair do this? Like the psychology because wise. at the end of the day, for everything that we talk about Rick today, or as a husband, or as a money manager, for all accounts at this time, Rick was pretty much a team player. Yeah, I mean Rick. Rick has said it a number of times, man. He, I mean, he he might look. He's got a lot of faults, lots. But man, I mean, I've heard him like just. He went along with a lot of stuff too. He didn't. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's also the same kind of thing Arn said. I didn't know you could say no. Yeah. I mean they they were raised in a different era. I, you know this is we we. we we nitpick this because we analyze it. But at the end of the day, with a gut, I don't know when anybody else is going to say this is my own grade for the two the two weeks in a row, one show. I feel like I'm going to be generous in light of what I just saw at the end. I'm going to say, God, I'm still conflicted. I'm going to say C plus. Oh. Um, I won't be that hard. I'll give it B minus. Okay, I said B, I was thinking right. B minus. I'm going to give that, it a B. I had a B minus, but that, okay, I'm going to go back to B minus because it really was watching that in, the, the last match at the end really pissed me off again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'll the, say B minus. It's, it's just ridiculous that, yeah, that, that finishes. Mm-mm. You have the greatest wrestler of all time who's willing to work with the green guy who I don't like, but he does and is willing to put him over. And this is what we're going to do to get him over. Come on. Yeah, this is stupid. The worst part about it, you know, the worst part about the whole Black Scorpion thing is, again, I'm going to give it a B minus. And Doc, I know you got to get ready to run. Let me get this out here. You were fine. Um, You got, so remember, Sting beat Flair for the belt. So Why instead not have him of again? so instead of just going along and this is 1990, you could have continued that feud through December with no problem, yep. um, and doing and done whatever types of matches you wanted to do. Sting beat him fair and square. You could have utilized Ric Flair as Ric Flair. He would have made Sting look like a million bucks in these matches. I mean, look at the championship match that they had. That Sting won. Look at the clash where they had a match where he made Sting look like freaking a god. You could have went along with it. But they they WWF'd it up with Black Scorpion bullcrap because of Jim Hurd. And then Ole's gone in between the, the time that Black Scorpion starts and now. And so now, and I think at this point, Barry Wyndham's like maintenance booker before you know who comes back. It's just stupid. When you had Sting and Flair already in a feud, just continue the damn feud. Exactly. Like, you don't it for mean- the second one or let Sting win again. You could have played this out for nine months more. My point is, they didn't know 
I think I, from what I remember, what you're they saying, didn't know what you're saying is thing. That they overbooked this in the sense of Rob Fuller saying we're doing too much work. We're doing more work than this job requires. Well, yeah, the, and see, that's the thing. They didn't know that Flair was ultimately going to be the Black Scorpion when the Black Scorpion thing started. They really? kind of just no. I don't, they didn't know. Well, who so was going to be it? I don't. They didn't know. Yeah. So they just start this up without. Uh, I mean, they thought of a gimmick, but they didn't have the wrestler for it. And what I is mean, the whole wrestling thing? So what happens next? And right. they didn't have that answer. Well, Jesus Christ. To be fair, yeah. I've heard Bischoff say he had no finish in mind for the NWO when he started it. That's okay. So, I mean, like, it that happens, actually. I mean, it happens in wrestling. All right, so let's hit a Rolex. Uh, my, so I'm giving B minus. Uh, let me ask Hopper. What are you giving it before I go to my Rolex, Hopper? I'm going to give it a B. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Rolex. I think this is easy. Uh, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, and Doom. I'm giving it to that match because them four big hosses got in there and tore each other a new one. And I thought it was great. I thought the finish was fine, even though you know it's a essentially a, a no decision. Got no problem. Loved it. Hundred percent no it. brainer. They, Those they got, four they get the guys Rolex. did hard work. It was required for the job. They beat the shit out of each other. They also had some wrestling moves mixed mixed in. And they really tried to pull things out of the ditch there between the tag team tournament and the end. And all four of those guys deserve to watch. Honorable mention to Luger and Stan Hansen uh, with the role. I would give you that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I'll give a mind to. And and another light honorable mention to the Mexico-England match. Okay, fair enough, because that was that was different and unexpected, and we were like, "Oh, look, here we got Chris Adams here." So fair enough. All, All right, right well, I'm Doc, gonna log off now and go watch basketball. You guys bring it home. We will do that. So before we get out of here, just a quick reminder: uh, become a patron, support the show at tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Great way to support us. Get tons of extra content. Over 300 plus Patreon shows are available, including the video versions of these uh, that we generally pretty much watch along for the most part. We fast forward a little bit here and there while we're covering these shows. So become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Support the show, get tons of extra content. It's very helpful. Definitely helps the show out. Uh, Also, use the Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. If you're not, you know, if you shop on Amazon already, the show gets a little bit of support in return when you use the BTT Amazon Associates link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support the show. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Physically put the link in the browser as Hopper yawned uh. over there. And then one other thing before we tap out and get out of here. Uh, make sure you, uh, if you're thinking about getting a video shout out from Hard Body Hopper, make sure you email him first at chrishopper 16 Wildcat at gmail.com that's wildcat with a with a k and um tell them what you want in the video and most importantly be very descriptive on what you want exactly what you want um and then make sure you paypal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com uh check out our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe Murata and michael quinn the northern version of btt slightly classier definitely more professional but still fun nonetheless they support us please support them and check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. Mike Pru and JV do the ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is called the Bottom Line cast. On that note, I think we're just about tapped out, so I'm going to ask Hopper if he's got anything else before we get on out of here. Hopper, 
What you got? Anything before we roll? I mean, no. we're coming up to we're coming up to X rated. Tickets are sold out, so it's not like anybody can go if they haven't gotten their ah, ticket yet. Sucks to be you. Wow, that's messed up, pal. Well, you know, I know, man. All right, man. Well, look, if you ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing. Why don't you hit the tagline and you can get us out of here? Fuck it, bitch.